Mayhem Podcast, your boys, Matt. Brian. And uh, you may have noticed Ooh. over the past few months, months. that uh, between, like, within all of our movie reviews, uh, we've been kind of... Uh, Sneaking some hints in. Yeah, like, kind of like interjecting our like anecdotes and our experiences with our uh, Dungeons & Dragons uh, game yeah, that we play. Um, I think I made it clear a while back that I really wanted to kind of get into that world because it like it interests me with like the role-playing aspect and the story creation aspect and uh to my surprise i kind of fucking love it uh that doesn't surprise me at all I but know. you you sit next to me most of the time <laughs> our characters had a built-in history yes. going into it we all knew that you would like it yeah you the only one that didn't know you'd like it is you yeah exactly yeah and i feel like that's a major hurdle yeah <laughs> yes well yes exactly yeah. but uh yeah we just figure you know what Instead of uh, constantly uh, interrupting our own movie podcast uh, with... Uh, D&D updates. Yes. Dupdates, as it's called in the right. streets. Du- oh, yeah. A little duptate. little duptate. update. The D&D updates. updates. We'll just shoot a whole episode right. talking about our characters. Talking about our and, characters, why we picked our characters. Uh, Matt's been playing a lot longer than I have. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, also, Matt is has LARPed. Which is also another like tenet of that's uh, yeah D&D, that's like next level point, shit yeah. I think yeah live action D and D I actually uh, LARPed before I started playing D and D I did it with like Andrew and our friend Vinny right um, because I, it was like my birthday and I was like you know I want to do something I've never done before and you and don't Vin- drink you don't do drugs no. And I don't really want to do Matt those things. Pa- Matt doesn't party, folks. So if you were like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll up to the boys' studio and surprise. The only one who does illicit shit is me. <laughs> it's, and it's very, very bad. It's like uh, just CBD gummies and like Coors Light. <laughs> Not that you know it's ever stops me from having a good time or being a good time. Uh, Matt, Matt is a good time in himself. You know what I mean? Uh, we, we went to a. a, a and Vinny's so Vinny's wedding. Vinny's wedding. Uh, oh, you were talking about. Oh, I was oh, talking about uh, Andrew's, uh, Andrew's girlfriend's. Yeah, 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 yeah. So up the block for me is a very like I guess well attended bar, mm. but the party didn't stop until Matt showed up. It's true. Who they literally didn't want us in. It was <laughs> off. I walked there. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, I'm, I was like, I'm the oldest person in this bar, and then I saw some older dude come in. I was like, Oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> but I, I think you were like younger than you look, though. No, I'm older than. Oh, who knows? You're older than you look. I'm sorry. I, I may I, I got that wrong. You, you look younger old? than oh, you yeah. look younger. I think. Oh, thank you. I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a positive. I mean, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I meant that as a positive. Okay. I never like look at you and yeah. think. Old man. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking old man. Right. <laughs> Plus, I'm about to be in my 30s too, so it's like. Yeah, welcome to the club. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I remember when you first turned 30. You were grief stricken. Yeah, but that's more because of. No, yeah, it's because I turned 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm about to be there too, um, 
But anyway, right. to get away from that melancholy and that... Uh, Real-world expectations. Yes, yeah. yes. And the idea of us getting like one step closer to all the fun and joy in our lives being taken away. We play D- right. D&D. We do these like role-playing games. It's like an escape, right? A fantastical mm-hmm. escape from reality. Yep. And part of that, a big part of that, is creating characters that we choose to play as in these games. Because it, it lets us uh, explore parts of us that we don't get to explore in the real world. Right. And, it lets us, and yeah. video games are kind of like, you could it, it, like escape into a video game, but it's so like, well, if you could play like Call of Duty, so it's like, oh, well, you're this guy. Mm-hmm. You're only this guy. Right. And he's a soldier. That's you're only it. soldier number four. So like, yeah. but with D&D, it's like, well, if you're not a big violence person, you could play a character as like, I'm not a big violence person. Yeah. 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 I you're just created one. Right. Pretty cool. Right. Pretty great. <laughs> and, 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 you know, at the end of the day, I think the, the biggest difference between D&D and video games is uh, the difference between, like, an open-ended question and a multiple-choice question. Okay. You know? Like, video games, multiple choice. You, you want to do this quest or this quest. You want this outcome or this outcome. You want to say this in the conversation or that in a conversation. Right. You know? And even, like, games that have morality it really it, it's often just like a selection of two to three or four yeah. like it's chosen morality yeah it's yeah. choose your own adventure right mm-hmm. but with uh with a role-playing game like D, you the 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 questions are often more open-ended as to how you deal with situations placed in front of you right. like you can fight someone this way you can fight someone that way you could choose not to fight it's whatever you want to do in that situation. And it's also what the dice kind of let you do. Right, because... Which of, I right. find out the hard way. Sometimes yeah. you could come up with this fantastical story, you have one bad roll, and it's like, well, you didn't do it. It's the hands of... It's, that's fate. Yeah, it's fate. chance. Exactly. You know, those are the things that... Uh, when I, and that's a whole other aspect of it, that, of, like, that unpredictability mm-hmm. that makes the game fun, that adds, like, uh, tension to any scenario. Now, uh, your... You were you, you actually kind of had this wild introduction to the game. So within your first, I think, four months, not only did you start playing a campaign, you then DM'd a one shot. Oh yeah, I guess and then that's like true. maybe a couple <laughs> months later, you are continuously DMing a game that's been going on for about a year. Going on for and, and then you also like transitioned from it was live action when you guys were all together, yeah. and you're like oh pandemic. That was the worst part. And then you had part. to learn, like, technology while you were still finishing up, like, yeah. your residency. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really a lot to deal with. You, and like, they kind of... Very stressful. You kind of dump, dumped... You kind of jumped, like, not feet first, but, like, oh, yeah, Neck head first. first. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, without a helmet. You just, for, like, fuck for it. For certain. Yeah. I think from, like, October to January of uh, from, you know, 2019 into 2020... Uh, was when like, I first started when Vinny was like, listen, you guys had a good time at the LARP. I think you really got into it. Like, I want to start playing Dungeons & Dragons with you guys. And he wanted to start playing at home. Right. But, you know, he wanted friends there that, uh, I guess, he wanted a, a certain type of friend there. Uh, One which, that his wife could stand. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, that and that was me. That was friend of the show, Andrew, friend of the show, Nick, mm-hmm. and our, our buddy. For, former yeah. friend. Oh, I mean. Well, he used to. He was on the show a couple times. Yeah. Uh, Bobby. Bobby um, has now moved yes, to Maryland, away. not out yeah. of the mortal coil, but he's down well. in Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> if you call that living. Right, yeah, exactly. And he kind of asked us to play, and, you know, it was, again, it was something that, like, a couple of my friends brought up in high school, and I was, like, too cool for it. And then in college, like, someone was like, hey, do you want to play? I was too cool for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I'm a dental resident. I'm not and that cool. I have a not successful podcast. Yeah. And and I decided to, and you know, we made it like we kind of we actually uh we had a couple of talks with Vinny about our characters, but we actually did most of the character creation um, when we were we got bindies before we started that first session, nice. and uh, during the bindies is when we kind of talked about like you know who do we have in mind and like what are these backstories and we all had our generic backstories and all of that and uh and then based on our backstories video was like oh yeah i think you might enjoy this class right. i think you might enjoy like you know playing this type of uh, character and we didn't know any most of i think for the most part we didn't really know any better so we went we just went for it and i think in all of our cases we had a lot of fun i think in when you have someone because even when you dm'd and when andrew's dm i think it it helps when you have a like a patient person like coaching you through it because like if you if if i first started playing with someone who does like we may be friends but their like personality type does not because you could be good at something and doesn't mean you're great at teaching Teaching. yeah for sure when you have something as could be arduous and painstaking as someone like looking over their shitty handwriting and like well, do I have a spell here? It's like, well, no, you don't have spells. It's like, or like, you kind of figure out like what, like somebody going through a thought process out loud, some people will lose their temper. But uh, I have been lucky so far to have you and Andrew to kind of just be like, okay, you got it, you got this. But now you, you like, you kind of sped through certain things. Like you don't need, like you kind of cut out the fat, Mm -hmm. but it, it is a good like guiding hand to be like, okay, you don't have to, get super anxious when you're figuring stuff out so yeah i mean that's well Vinny was very much like that for us because right, Vinny yeah. has been playing for so many years yeah and so he definitely i think even now he he definitely knows more about the game than any of us do yeah when um, i see him at work i ask him questions oh that's very and smart he, and he's like i can't tell you that right now oh because he knows a lot about the campaign. told me something and uh, i can't tell okay. you like, oh, shit. that's why one of the campaigns was like you gotta think about a trap door guys <laughs> something's gonna happen <laughs> Vinny was very vague. I think Andrew's <laughs> gonna like shoot us or something. <laughs> oh man, that's I made funny. A, I made a joke recently on on Twitter. Like I was like, because I, I you know me and my you know ease of sleeping. So mm-hmm. you know how fast I can fall asleep. It's know, second nature to se- you. right. Just like in a dark room, two seconds I'm asleep. <laughs> so I thought of, like it would be pretty funny. So I tweeted like, oh, I'm getting worried about D and D on Friday. Because I know Space Jam 2 just came out, and Andrew wants to see it. And if we fail something, that may be our punishment. You'll like, just kill us all Space and Jam make us watch Space Jam 2? It's like, you have to watch Space Jam 2 now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pedro rolls in that one. Space well, Jam 2. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pull up HBO Max. I still haven't seen it, actually. I heard it's like, if you watch it alone, it's bad. Mm. But if you watch it with friends, it could be, like, fun. Okay. I, I think it's, it's, well, I mean, it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah gonna be dumb sure yeah so is the i mean yeah it doesn't have the the benefit of nostalgia that the first one has with us um but yeah okay but anyway we'll get back to it yes Vinny was super patient and he uh didn't mind for the most part going over the rules but i think we caught the bug pretty early when we played with him and so we were very um we were very big on getting into the rules ourselves right and uh because you know we were, were always thinking like oh man like like, what about if I get this spell or I try to get this ability next? Or, you know, what if I try to get this item? And doing all that, we kind of had to learn the rules in order to really understand the gravity of, like, uh, to understand, like, what we wanted for our characters, right? right. And uh, 
and I and Vinny was always open to us like hitting him up, be like, hey, like, what did you think if like my character did this or my character like took yeah. that? And um, you know, Vinny, he he wasn't the perfect DM. None of us are. Yeah. You know, um, and if you ask him, he says he, he's I, he doesn't like being a DM. He prefers being a player. Mm. But um, but I think he he was definitely the the important things for a new player is like you know patience and uh and like just op- open-mindedness to right, like yeah. fostering the creativity because mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing when you come into a, like this game is that i think we're just conditioned from like video games movies and other types of of game gaming and media that uh that we're we're conditioned to be like limit ourselves as far as our imaginations right and uh he had, and like he was very good at like kind of pointing us in a direction to be like, you can actually do whatever you want. Like, for example, I remember he, uh, I think it was like our third or fourth session and we were playing and uh, there was this like big ogre that was like chained up in a tent. Right. And uh, my character was pretty weak at the time and the ogre breaks free. Right. And he's like swinging these chains and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, how am I going to get out of this tent? All I have is this giant glaive, you know? And (laughs) Vinny's like, well, you know, the, tents just made of cloth right and i was like yeah so like how am i gonna do he's like you know you can just cut through it and i was like you can do that right yeah (laughs) i I had the same like when i first started playing like i think the first character for your your one shot was the first time i played yes so my character was as like i think i even said he was like it's gonna be as basic as i think possible just so like i could kind of like find the walls here so like i think it was like a paladin who had PTSD. Sal the Pal, Sal yeah. Sal the Pal, yeah. And he was like, he he got lost at, like, uh, uh, but like, he came up to a, uh, this is also we spent like three hours trying to figure out a riddle. The, oh, the stairs? The oh, stairs. no. And I even said it beforehand. <laughs> you like, did! It's like, why don't we just write stairs in? And everyone's like, no, it can't be that. <laughs> and I just was like, all right, so then I guess my character just punches a wall for yeah. like 20 minutes. I straight up don't do puzzles anymore because of that. But I was like, no, it's a, it was a good puzzle. Yeah. It's just that everyone thought it was like, it's too simple. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's sta- it's like it's definitely stairs. There were stairs. Like, the part of the puzzle involved you guys well, going do you up and down what, stairs all the time. Do you remember what the, like, what it, what was the, do you remember the Like riddle? the layout of it? No, no. Like oh, the, like the, the, the saying you said. Was, like, you go up and down, but you don't move or something right. like that. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like. Uh, stairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking stairs. Yeah. No, it's not. And you were like, okay. All right. Because I was like, I guess because they know better. Right. Because it was Andrew, Nick, and, My, and, and Mike. Yeah, and but like, Andrew and Nick were playing just as long they, as I have. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, they played before, so obviously they know it was something else. So let me just keep fucking punching. Them. <laughs> so with that character, it's just like, all right, I'm trying to figure something out. And then when I created the next character, a Hall of Fame character. Right Judy Hops or no, Pedro? no. Judy Hops came. Uh, after, oh, she was after Pedro. After Pedro. Yes, so Pedro yes. was more of because then you were, uh, you created then Junkus. Yeah, Junkus Trunkus. Yeah. And I forgot what we said to. I think it was maybe like five minutes before. Yeah. The game was like, <laughs> like, do you, it's like, do you, do you mind if Junkus is like Pedro's first man? I'm like, oh, no, that will work perfectly. Yeah. Like, let's do that. That'll be fun. We established the entire relation d- dynamic for our relationship in five seconds. Like five like, seconds before. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> like, I like that. Yeah, because I thought it was like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool because I can now confide in Matt all the time. Mm-hmm. But then it turned out to be like, by as we kept on playing, it's like I'm getting away with a lot of shit here because I, mean, I started yeah. doing a lot of like 
weirder stuff. Like when you tried to hide in your shell and disguise yourself I as a rock. I was doing a Looney Tunes yeah. right? <laughs> And everybody else was getting super nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're just like, and your junk was like, go get him, cup. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's keep going. Yeah, I mean, you just need somebody to like gas you up a little bit yeah. and tell you that the stupid idea is a good is good and, even if it's not and like from there with with that it's like i was like oh it's like andrew drew like a little like thing i'm like how deep is that water it's like well it's like 10 feet deep it's like well, okay well, i'll just walk along that and then and again everyone was so like worried because the number one rule is don't split the party right. and you just dive in the water and then then by the end it was like like we get, we came to a, a pole, and I know we've mentioned it before, but we came to this area where it was bottlenecked, and then I was like, "Okay, I've got an idea." I sent you a text, like, "Would this be cool?" You sent me a picture <laughs> of Colossus throwing. Over. <laughs> I was like, "Is this?" I'm like, and I looked to you if you were like, if you was just like gonna trick your head, no, it would have been over at that moment. But you're right. like. I, I, yeah, let's fucking try it. Yeah, yeah. So then, Andrew, who's, this is his first time DMing. Poor guy. Poor guy, had to deal with this. And, and now I think because of that, he knows, like, what I'm gonna do. Like, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a, not, like, saying, like, he knows, like, every move I'm gonna make, but, like, if there's something weird to be done, yeah, probably. <laughs> he, like, expects the unexpected he, with yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, he's, He's told me, it's like, there's been a lot of times where we brought something up that he's just made up on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it and just like, wasn't the original plan. It's like, that's pretty cool. Like, we're both testing each other. Yeah. And, and you're kind of crafting the story to as you go along, yeah. like, yourself. You have... Because that's the thing. No matter what comes to your head, if it's not in the code of the game, right. like, you can't do it. And, like, and here, you can. If the DM is good, is good enough, you can. And that's what... I, and I, and I, I asked Andrew, like, what do you think we have to do? It's like, well, I think it was like a contested strength check or something yeah something like that and like, it, like and it, you hit a 20 mm-hmm. and the fucking whole table even yep. because then i got to describe it and this you know pulling back the curtain i don't know if you guys noticed i am probably not the most confident person or the most outspoken person in our groups most well of the that, time. that would be impossible for the audience to know, right, but I yeah mean, but thank you so thank you for sharing no that. problem like, yeah. I, like i have a real like Stage fright is a real concern for me. Mm. Like, a lot of, like, performance anxieties and stuff like that. Like, public speaking, like, I know I can do it, and I've done it before. Mm-hmm. Like, you've worked with me at, yeah. at the park, and, like, I've done it. You gotta take charge sometimes. And, but there comes a point where it's just like, no. Mm-hmm. I, I can't can't possibly get past myself to do it. Mm-hmm. So, what, what I realize is that this game kind of allows me to just be like, well, it's not you, dummy. Yeah. It's... it's it's Captain, it's pa- Captain Pedro Eastman. And Captain Pedro would not stand in his own... Like, the only thing will stand in his way is the quest for gold. Yes. It's like, that's it. It's like, so he's going to do any, like, harebrained thing he could think of to survive. Yeah. And now that I know how to play the game... <laughs> that goes a, a long way. Because <laughs> it, it took me a little while to figure it all out. Yeah. But I still haven't figured it out. No, I don't think... Yeah. And I, it's, I think very few people have, because it's just such an expansive game with so much rules. Now, um, so, with your first character... Yeah, because a lot, a lot of like the, this is a plan. Surprise, folks! You've been fooled. Eighteen <laughs> minutes is too late. You can't turn back now. But uh, yeah, I mean they'll, they'll read the title right, of the episode yeah. too. <laughs> My description. On yeah, yeah. Hey guys, something different this week. Yeah. But uh, 
I, I wanted to kind of like we may have more people come on if this is, continues if we like this mm-hmm. uh, and, and talk about like their first character they created maybe why I know you said Vinny helps you with the character but like mm-hmm. what like what led you to make that character maybe their backstory yeah and like what like did you feel more fulfilled with that was there anything you may have left on the table you know something sure like sure um, well I think a lot of people their first characters are kind of uh um, are not too creative. They're like kind of basic, uh, kind of stock right. um, characters. Like th- because again, like the creativity is a muscle that needs to be trained. Right. And when you first get into this, it's it's you know hasn't been trained yet, right? So uh, my guy's name was Ethan Albatross, right? And uh, he was a half elf, hexblade warlock. Okay. Hexblade a warlock is uh, somebody whose powers come from a patron. A patron can be like uh, some kind of um, elder, like spirit, or and some kind of eldritch, like horror, or some kind of fae, like uh, like fairy, like being. But someone extremely, not so much a god, but someone extremely powerful. Right. And a warlock makes a pact with that person, and that the the person will give them powers. At the cost of something else, some yeah, exactly, some kind of service or something like else. a deal for your soul or something. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. A Faustian handshake. Exactly, yeah. exactly that. Yeah. And um, a hexblade warlock is a uh, the patron is uh, a weapon, okay. right? And so that weapon sometimes it's enchanted by by a powerful person, or sometimes the weapon is sentient. Like mm-hmm. it, it varies, but. Um, when I, I I liked the idea, so Ethan was somebody whose parents were, uh, he was half elf, right? So I was like, okay, so I guess his mother's an elf, his father's a human. And I was like, oh, his mother could be like this, you know, really brave like paladin, and his dad can be this like kind of diplomat. And I I pretty much uh, was thinking the bodyguard, like the okay. Whitney Houston, yeah. uh, uh, was it Keaton or Kurt Russell? Uh, Kevin Costner. Oh fuck! You're way off. <laughs> if you were thinking, honestly, Russell. I'm not because God, like it's, '80s, like '80s white guy, '80s with brown white hair. Ga- yeah, '80s yeah, white guy is. with brown hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you could save your own ass, Whitney Houston. <laughs> Russell Costner and Keaton for me, all the same. No, but they could, they're interchangeable. Those are my uh, three eight, like '90s action hero dads. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They what fill are, that archetype. Feel the dreams. Um, we're still a movie podcast, yeah. but uh, can't can't break that habit. Right. And so I was like, oh, I wanted to do the bodyguard. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> and I guess, uh, you know what it was? I, was? I listened to I Will Always Love You while nice. I was like, well, just, it just came it just on came like on while I was like, like creating it. I was like, like a spark of inspiration. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. Oh, I was like, oh, let's do the bodyguard. Right. So, um, so like she was his bodyguard and they fell in love. And then I immediately, that was it. That was the only, that was all the old, that was the full extent of inspiration I took from the bodyguard. And then, that's what yeah, yeah. Well, and then she had to kind of sacrifice herself to oh, cool. protect him um, and, and young Ethan. And, um, but like her glaive was kind of left behind okay. and the glaive was kind of something that Ethan uh, held on to. It was like his last thing from his mom, but he wasn't a fighter either. He was kind of raised in along that more political route. Um, because of you know, because he was kind of raised by his dad, uh, who was a little more, uh, I guess, work centered, a little more negligent. Probably a grieving widow, kind of buried himself into, right. like, into I his see, work. I, I yeah. get like each each as you're building the street, I see each avenue. You exactly created. because none of these because yeah. again, it's my first character. None of these ideas are too original. No. <laughs> so Ethan was kind of like somebody who had a pretty decent um, upbringing as far as like wealth. 
but kind of acted out because he didn't have any guide any kind of guidance anywhere to point anyone He'd have pointing structure, yeah. right so he would he would still get involved in like you know um unsavory things still like be thieving and stuff not because he needed to just more for the more for the belonging and the thrill yeah exactly yeah. um like batman begins when bruce yeah. begins, he's like i'm just stealing not for gain <laughs> but for reasons right yeah right and uh eventually like things kind of caught up to him as far as like his his uh little mini life of crime and uh his uh, and when like kind of a deal went bad his mother's glaive kind of uh animated itself and like kind of came to him and protected him oh, wow. and from there it began kind of talking to him from his mother's voice oh, and uh yeah that's awesome yeah yeah oh, and shit. uh and it kind of point told him to go towards the direction of uh, Vinny's campaign um and he kind of views uh, and like the and it kind of promised him the chance to get his mother back she said like his mother like before death she was like taken by this god like the raven queen okay and the raven queen is like kind of a god of like a, a kind of like a like death like a god of death like hella yeah. kind of type right. and uh and you know and, and from through serving the raven queen with this weapon you know you could have the chance right it was kind of like that that carrot on the stick Okay. And from there, he kind of used his. Uh, you're you're paying off a ledger that maybe you're not gonna ever fill. Right, because yeah. it turns out I didn't realize this until after the campaign ended. Vinny never read my backstory, which you know pissed me off a lot. You you put in all this work. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Yeah, because like he, um, there was a character in we, the first campaign we did was Curse of Strahd, and there was like a fortune telling character, and I rolled like crazy well to have a fortune like told right. and he was like oh like you can ask anything and i rolled super well and i asked like something about my backstory mm-hmm. and he hadn't read it so he kind of just came up with something that like sort of worked in the context of the question okay and and like in my mind i'm like okay well i that means i gotta do this and this is like you know kind of sent me on the whole thing and right he was just kind of fucking around but um so that was kind of fucked but e- that but ethan was kind of a my I think he was the, as far as his personality, he was the most like me because I wasn't, I, I, I again, like, uh, your first character is just kind of like you, but cool. Yeah, it's a reflection of you. It's a reflection, a reflection of you, yeah. yeah. So, like, his whole thing was that. I am a, a brainwashed ogre. That's scary. <laughs> 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 but, uh, <coughs> excuse me, but, no, yeah, okay. Ethan, like, you know, he was somebody that, uh, he didn't have the worst upbringing, but. Because he still dabbled he was in missing like, something. Yeah. yeah, and because he still dabbled in like those those skittier uh, circles, he was uh, like kind of a Pedro type, like a smoother talker. So he was like the face yeah. of the group, and he wasn't you know he wasn't bad looking. You know he's a half elf, so yeah. aren't there aren't too many ugly elves. So just by default, he he was like the face, and um, and it, what was the most interesting thing that Vinny did with me was that. Uh, Ethan, like Ethan's glaive, would change depending on the moral choices that Ethan made. So it was like in, it was like infamous the video game, or someone's compass. Yes, or someone's compass. Except he, it's I wasn't a paladin; I was a warlock. So right. like I could do so. Like for example, when he gave me that bullshit uh, reading, right, and uh, it sent Ethan like off on a side on like a side tangent, and in the middle of the night he left the camp, and. Uh, 
and just took a horse and went into the woods. Right. And he was jumped by these two bandits, and he, like, murdered both of them and came back to the group and didn't say a thing, right? And, uh, and it was sort of like, if you do good things, the, if I did good things, the glaive would, like, gain more power to, like, and give me, like, abilities to, like, heal or to, like, you know, do right. things like that. But if I did bad things, um, like killing two random, like, people in the woods, the glaive would uh, turn more red and gain more, like, sinister powers. Like, maybe more deal a little more damage or, like, my, uh, like enhance some of his abilities. And uh, then, like, the play style, because Ethan, like, wasn't wasn't like a strong muscular guy because i wanted right. it to not be too much me right. so he was like kind of kind of wiry and thin and like and it kind of worked out with the character because the character the thing with the hex blade right was that his he used his charisma to attack okay so that means his strength was very low so and his dexterity wasn't that high either so for him it kind of was like it like, he wasn't attacking... It was, like, kind of the glaive directing him, almost. And him, okay, like, fighting yeah. with the glaive. Yeah. And because of that, his strength was, like, very low. And I was... He was definitely a glass cannon. So... And he used, like, a lot of his good, abilities... Good, in the, good metaphor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of his... Uh, his abilities involved, like, teleporting. And, like, using, like, shadows to, like... Uh, trickery. Trickery, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, that, yeah. by nature, made him looks very very like he wasn't very trustworthy to uh nick's character in the party um because he like because the again he would like show up behind someone and stab them and like teleport back into the shadows and like that was kind of how we fought it was some nightcrawler shit yeah Yeah, yeah. and uh kurt wagner right yeah it was was (laughs) kurt wagner exactly and that and that kind of culminated to i think like what was ethan's like big like big like character uh moment was uh, he was bit by a werewolf, right? And uh, at this point, we were getting towards the end of the campaign, and Ethan and the kind of narrative that Ethan was given by the glaive, um, because Vinny didn't know what he was like, did Vinny didn't care what, what he was actually telling me. So like, I kind of my mind kind of worked it in it itself up. Was that uh, the more power Ethan can attain by, you know killing things and fighting and you know just the amount of power he can gain that way the better chance he has of recovering his mother and uh okay yeah and like so through the darkness i see light kind yeah, exactly of. exactly like the answer there, there was never like a definitive like you have to do good things to get right. good things you just have to get powerful you just have to get powerful right and that like, was sort oh, of the wow that's... that so the bear the werewolf bit ethan and Vinny pretty much said like you can choose you can like you can try to fight the curse and you'll be like a classic werewolf where you'll turn during you know the the full moon and all that or you can kind of accept accept it and that will make you a full-on werewolf and like you'll, you you ex- like you have sentience over yourself like you have you have agency instead of just like a wild beast right you so would be i like, will be oh, I use right shit. so i will become evil right. like straight up like chaotic evil but i will be able to turn into a werewolf or a wolf at will and I will have like these other powers that come with it, wow. and I and Ethan chose to accept the werewolf curse because I didn't realize I would be that evil. You know, <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean that's the, the that's the whole thing that yeah, I, like he didn't fully understand it, it. Yeah. exactly. I didn't fully understand it. All I, I was just kind of obsessed with the. I just kind of had this like drive to gain more power, and right, he because beca- power corrupts. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
And the fact that it came about just like nonchalantly, just very like I would, nothing I would to feel do hard, with it. I would feel heartbroken too that I made all these decisions and just like yeah, oh I didn't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like exactly. Uh, yeah, I'd feel a little heartbroken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it crushed me. Um, but yeah, it became. But then a again, little... like in a way, it kind of led you to a path of like getting the most out of your character. It did. It did. Yeah. It, it, so it, I can see both sides of it. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't think that was Vinny's intention, but I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> but know yes, if it was it either, out. but I'm not going to like Right. That's why that's why I don't that. like harbor on it too much because yeah. it, it worked out. Yeah, cuz you could have played it so soft and safe. Yeah. It's like, you know, he's oh, you knock him down, well, I'm going to teleport and pick him up and dust him off like good try, buddy. And right. then, like you could do all this soft shit and it's like at the end of the day you could do like it's like a fool's jer- a fool's errand where you do Got all it. this good stuff and like at the end it's like no, that's not what I meant. Right. Yeah. Like I never had any plan for that. Yeah. Right. So uh, he became a werewolf instead, and he murdered uh, a whole family of, <gasps> of people in, in this town that, like, kind of disrespected him and, and Nick's character uh, before. And, um, and, and, and if you ever have Nick on here, you should ask him about Gunnar and Ethan's relationship. Okay. Because, well, we'll probably get him on. Yeah, because that was like... We'll get the whole campaign on. Yeah, yeah, we'll get the whole crew. Um, and then the only ones the whole, we really go to. Actually, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the other three members, like Bobby, Andrew, and Nick, right. had to fight Ethan and uh, oh, and take him down because he had gotten like evil. He'd become evil and dangerous. Yeah. And it was just, uh, it was very dramatic, and it was very like it was a big moment where like I like Vinny pulled me aside and he's like, "Listen, like you're gonna choose where the, how and where this happens. Like you're gonna be the." the bad guy now and uh i think that's pretty cool especially for a first time player exactly like, yeah you like now your actions have given you the most responsibility exactly i think that's that's kind of that's kind of good and there I was like actually that. the opportunity for him to gain even more power because he took down andrew's character <laughs> and he had a chance i had a chance like, i could have killed andrew that which, was lindhart uh oh. von eger the our, our cleric oh, okay. our druid cleric um a shape-shifting cleric and that, he was actually an awesome character too okay. that, that andrew will tell you about but um and i that i could have killed him and that would have been made it a two-on-one fight instead of three-on-one right because ethan was actually almost holding his own for a little bit because again he got this at the stage and he has his tricks right. he's all about like he was all about trickery and being in multiple places at once um and he could have killed uh i could have killed andrew's character and i was so into it but like i decided like you know what like there's got to be some good left in him or right. or what or like what are we doing like maybe here? the true power is like somehow he, handling yeah. both with, and like... he spared him and he got taken down and then afterwards i saw Vinny was like you didn't see my text and Vinny had texted me and it was like if you kill andrew like i will give you more power to fight out of this and so i yeah exactly so see that that come that that's that's tough because yeah. at, at that moment it's more like if you saw that text, yeah. Vinny's controlling the story and controlling that narrative. He's yeah, he's putting that in front of he's me. He's putting yeah. that in front of you. While you came to that point naturally, because mm-hmm. you could have been like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna rip his head off." Ah, fuck it. Like I don't care. Like you guys were mean to me. Fuck it. Whatever. They were. Like, whatever. They were like, mean to me. <laughs> whatever. Like mo- like slight or motivation you need to be like, fuck it. But you were like, all right, internally kind of in character yeah just like you know what he was a good kid he you know even though when times got tough and like maybe his mom told him like you always have to depend on some other people Mm -hmm. and then the moment kind of flashes to him just like you know what 
this one thing this guy did. Like, I remember this one time. Okay, that's all I needed. Yeah. And that's it. And honestly, they would have killed me too. Like, Andrew said later, like, if you would have actually attacked him when he was down, like, there would have been no mercy. Like, they would have killed Ethan, like... Either way. E- like, like, like they, they took me down and they, like, kidnapped... And they, like, you know, tied me up and, and right. they eventually, like, removed the curse from him. But they would have killed me, like, killed Ethan, yeah. like, right out. Which is, I understand. I, yeah, and that yeah. is... That's... I understand that, too. Yeah. yeah. And it was... And it just, like, it was just so... It was, it was, we were playing make-believe, but it was so real. You yeah. know what I mean? There's, there's these points where it is yeah. tough. As speaking of someone who's now doing, like, a full, instead of, like, it's one kind of, like, in and out, like, okay, whatever, I'll turn it off for the day. Yeah. Now, like, every other Friday, and, like, I need, like, a good 20 minutes to be, like, deep breath, game ready. Like, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Kind of just, like, extend, like, I get a little, like, but probably before the game, I think you'll notice, like, I get a little quiet, kind of, like, yeah. hang out in the back a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not just because, like, like I'll, I'll have, like, a, like some water in my hand, but it's more like, <laughs> how am I going to, like... Because I remember the situation we're in. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, now, this is how I would do it. How Brian would do this. Now, de-evolve yourself to a turtle <laughs> and figure yourself <laughs> out. It's like, but, not, like, but, like, you know what I mean? It's like, how would this person who is yeah. polar opposites than me yeah. start acting? Right. And I think, like, I was... I, I do enjoy, like in person more than oh hell yeah because just that like, was the hardest part of my game. shouting in my room like in this room all yeah. alone at like <laughs> night. Like it's a little weird it's yeah but no yeah i uh, that's pretty good that's pretty wild um hmm uh, what else did i want to ask you so have you did you like while you were making the and while you were playing did you ever like come up with a character that you're like this is my ultimate like bucket character like this is either like a like a comedy character like something like just like i just showed you one of the newer characters i created yeah and i kind of like the backstory just kind of like instantly filled in mm-hmm. and like the whole like how they act how they talk how they kind of like you know small movements they may do that all came in the second i started think like started thinking about right it. right have you ever had that moment where you're like uh, i played this one thing mm. and it's just like oh my god i have like 16 years of backstory right now that honestly no i haven't no. had that happen yeah i know i know Damn. when we were pl- i know <laughs> i know when we were playing like uh you know nick is very very good at that nick's very good at like making characters yeah um so when we were playing he was like oh dude like i want to do this character next i have this like goblin character i want to try like uh Andrew's like, yeah, I was like look, reading all these all these D&D books and like I saw like I could do this, I could do that. And like so by the end of the first campaign, they were like they were very much ready to like wrap it up and start their new characters. And I wasn't because right. like well, first of all, Vinny had I thought Vinny had an, like somewhere to go for his story. Right. I didn't know that he had no idea. He didn't that he, you know, he never read it. Right. So in my I, I was thinking like, oh man, like Ethan still got to like find his mom. Like Ethan still got to do all this. The story has to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was having fun playing him like mechanically. Right. Like uh, warlocks are like the the type of warlock I was was cool because it was hand to hand combat, but he also had spells. You know, and like Andrew was all spells. He wanted to try some combat, and uh, and and Nick's character, uh, the way he wrote him, Nick was like not very like. By the end of it, Nick was like not too happy. Like. Uh, creatively with him, he wanted to do something a little more out of the box. Yeah. Um, but like I was, I was like happy with it. I don't really think about 
making a new character when I play one. Like okay. I, I'm like all. I'm usually like all in. Or when you, because now when you started to DM and you were building your campaign and you created a character, like oh that'd been fun to play, like fun to actually play it out. Uh, there there have been one or two characters where I was just like oh like I could see that going somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was actually Nick and I, we, when we were playing um, in Vinny's campaign, we had these, when we were like we had these like you know kind of. Uh, like false false identities. Okay. Because like, when you go in, it's like, who are you? And you don't want to say who we are. We like make up somebody, right? Yeah. And so it was like our character was pretending to be other people, and we would pretend to be these like bougie, like rich. Uh, oh yeah, I think I I think I've heard from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we thought like, oh, that's so funny. And then like at some point, <clears throat> way down the line, Nick was like, dude, like, what if we were actually those people? And I was like, that's the worst idea ever like it's amazing I, and I think, uh was it when we were going when we saw black when we all saw black widow you yeah were kind of like describing the characters and i in the middle of your conversation i go why would your character do that if your character's spoiled why would it have any motivation to prove itself right you have everything you want there's nothing and then you're like all right well, yeah. yeah i mean that's the thing it's just like uh, i don't work those things i don't i'm not good at like working all those things out while i'm still playing another character yeah like, okay. for me, I'm, like, too... Right now, I'm, like, all in on Junkus. And, like, oh, during yeah. Nick's campaign, I was all in on my character for that, you know? Um, that character was Don't pretty much... Don't get twisted. Pedro's 100% locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, I remember, like, before we had that big fight in Andrew's campaign, like, I know Nick and Will both sent backup characters to Andrew. It's like, yeah. oh, in case I die, like, this is my I next ne- character. I never thought of that. I, I was kind of coming to the grips, like, well, if Pedro's dead... I don't need you guys in my apartment anymore. <laughs> well, I was like, that was my stance. Like, if he's gone, I mean, I'm done playing, right? It's like, what's the point of going on? No, no. I, I mean, I would make a new character, but like for me, like even like Andrew and Vinny both had characters die in my I campaign. I also wouldn't want to play one without the other. Like to you. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. As... I mean, Junkus might retire too then. And I might have to come in with a new character yeah. too. Well, I would hope we get to the end. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And I, I, I think... I don't think we have anything going on that's like that we would just throw our lives away for, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like Will's character, but um, yeah, which one we get him on? I'm gonna ambush him. You're gonna really the way dig he it. ambushed me, man. <laughs> the whole thing I built up for two weeks. I know, I know, just, but he didn't know. He did. Oh, know. that's true. You did tell him. You did. He tell texted him. me. Yeah, he asked right. what I was gonna do. I was like, well, I'm gonna guess a guy up a little. I think I think you guys like probably had different definitions of gas the guy up. I said I'm gonna like really get it, like really get into it. So I really hope your character can hold his composure. Right. I think when most people hear gassing up nowadays, like when you say "oh, it's gassing me up," means like he was like complimenting me highly. Well, see, like my, gassing up, like inflating my ego. So my plan was you insulted the guy a lot. I because we were <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me. Let me. I mean, we got 20 minutes. We'll get 20 minutes out of this one. Uh, so, yeah. the situation was... I think we've even talked about this on the podcast before. Bit. But, like, my plan was... Because I never... Well, let's give some context, right? Okay. So... We're going up. A, we're going on a mission to find a new king. Yes. We get word that one of our characters, maybe mortal enemies, might be up this mountain. Right. So, he convinces the group... Sam is his name, just Sam, so we can yeah, talk about yeah. Sam is his name. Sam convinces the group of the multiple that he's he's you know he kind of like confided in all of us is that he's been searching for this person for 13 years he's been training his whole life for it and he's you know he 
uh, he, he wants to end it. He wants to end this journey. And so if there's a chance that it is actually that enemy, he's going to take it. And so we're like, okay, well, we won't let you die on your own. But then when we found out this guy had, like, countless guards, we're like, well, maybe we should kind of hold back a minute mm-hmm. and take some of the, and thin these thin this number out a little. Because I know Mikey was like, well, if we if we keep on killing guards, we could level up. I'm like, I don't think that's how it would work in this campaign. Like, everyone's like, yeah, that's, that's not, not really how it works. That wasn't how Andrew, I mean, yeah. it could be. And depending, you can play this. It wasn't a stat level up. It right. was more of a momentum level up. You, you can play this game with experience points and level up yeah. that way, but that's not how Andrew was playing it. Yeah. Uh, and so we, I have a the Hat of Disguise, which I don't know if that's a, if that's a homebrew thing or if that's like a, a regular know. thing. But it's a, like a hat I could put on and disguise myself as another person and just kind of... I think that's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. So I pretended to be this guy from the kingdom we left who insulted me. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of acting like a like a little asshole. Yeah. Well, that little is kind of a subjective term. I was a huge asshole. <laughs> I was calling like this guy soldiers savages and his blaze like a Well, well let's rewind even a little bit more sure. because our plan was to thin out the herd. Right. But Sam... Uh, said no, right. and he decided uh, he would take a. He would. He's just gonna walk into this guy's like village, alone. and yeah. alone exactly, and like challenge him to a duel or something, right? And we knew that that was a bad idea because this guy had a lot of of troops, right? And but we couldn't do a full frontal assault either. Which, which then yeah, so we actually got some guards gear. We we killed yeah. a, we killed a patrol. We it was it was. It was a new hope. We dressed yeah, up as stormtroopers. We did. Yeah. And then also it kind of came to a fun part where the group was divided. Mm-hmm. Two were on one side while one was playing intermediary. And I basically, like, and it was me and Mikey were on the side of not going. Of letting Sam go and get himself Sam killed. go while Junkus and Sam were, like, going and Eris Well, like, yeah. Junkus to wasn't going to let him go by himself and right. die that way. And so I wanted, what I wanted to have happen is have you guys actually, like, argue it. But I was like, you know what, it's, I could see it's getting to a point of just re, 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 reciting the same shit over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I was like, the, like, there's an interview that Gene Wilder did with uh, Conan O'Brien, which I thought was fantastic. Mm. And I, I was trying to, like, because I try to bring in a lot of different things for Pedro's actions. Sure. Not just him being an asshole. <laughs> but, like... He, Gene Wilder was talking about the scene in Young Frankenstein of them doing uh, Sitting on the Ritz. Uh, like, you remember when it's him and Frankenstein's dancing? Oh, sure. And Mel, Mel Brooks was like, I don't want to put that in the movie. I don't think I, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And then Gene Wilder yelled at him for like 30 straight minutes. Wow. And then and I was like, okay, so we'll stay in the movie. He's like, because he didn't even, like, he didn't argue back. He just, like, Let Gene Wilder just, like, yeah just yelled and yelled and yelled at him for like a good amount of time and Mel just sat there took it he's like okay I'll stay in the movie then <laughs> and then he's like like it's that like there was no like art and she's like well why would you just like because if it wasn't funny you wouldn't fight for it yeah so what I thought is all right, well if it wasn't worth running back and forth <laughs> multiple times it's not worth it and I was trying to like mm. get Sam to do it but Sam was gone Sam wasn't willing to fight you for it. Right. I wanted him to, like... Because Sam didn't care if we backed him up. Yeah. Which, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. But then I we finally relented, and we, he, uh, Mikey Hero and I, well, Mikey plays Hero, Hero and Pedro joined the group, and I used my hat of disguise to disguise myself as this royal emissary. I had you and and Eris as my like, my my uh, bodyguard and my yeah. stylist. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like really just acting like dramatic and shit. And and you we used the the armor that we had to disguise yeah, you, disguise, Sam. Yeah. yeah. And so we we got right in, and that, yeah, and that's when we paused for like, so the we the campaign the campaign session ended right as we got to the right as we got to the Ember. So there was mm-hmm. no interactions. Mm-hmm. But then when we came back the next like in two weeks, so I was like building up this whole idea. In two weeks, it's like okay, well I'm gonna do probably. I'm gonna really like push him because if I'm supposed to represent a kingdom, I'm not gonna let someone I don't know push me around, no matter what's going on. So it's like, okay, I'm going to test this guy, like alpha to alpha, like bump chests a little bit, <laughs> you know. But then like, I got, I roll, I think I rolled a bad like, yeah, something it, check, and then I got knocked it was down. Deception. Deception. You tried to. Like he he was a little suspicious that oh because I said that one of his guys was one of my spies yeah yeah like I shouldn't have done that but. yeah but I was like all right well I'm swinging wild animals you know yeah of course so I mean you can't you shouldn't even say you you shouldn't have done that because right. if you rolled better right if we rolled twenty we'd be talking about like it's right. the greatest thing right yeah. that's that's the roll of the dice yeah yeah and then so the whole thing is I got knocked down to a knee and I was about and a guard was about to come up and attack me and as a duelist i know i could have handled it because if it's one-on-one well now i know i have all this other things like right. my rakish audacity my uncanny dodge my, my fancy footwork but before anything could ever happen sam like blows out and like we get into three hours worth of initial like of combat yeah which was like 20 minutes in like yeah. <laughs> in game yeah yeah it's the that's because what happened uh, that's that's one way to put it, but I think how Sam saw it was, you were trying to, you know, you know, talk talk your way through it, uh-huh. you know, with your plan, and you were brought down to one knee, and he had someone bring about to bring a sword down on your neck, right, and he didn't want to wait for that to happen. But I realized as like as the gameplay kept on going. So with the hat of disguise, like there's a, the height disparity. Yeah. So if he brought down the the sword, he would have missed because I'm not that tall. He might have, yeah. yeah. But you were brought down to a knee too. So like so if still, he's coming downward, you might not have hit your neck, neck right? The neck's not there. It would have just yeah. knocked. You might have like you might like hit your shoulder or something. Right. Yeah. But then I have because he's sh- still going down. Yeah, I have a shell. Right? Yeah. 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 No, there was a chance that you wouldn't yeah. have made contact. Exactly, and there's a chance that I could have got into a duel with this guy. Yeah. So there I could have handled myself. Potentially, but I never really got. But the, say you beat him, right? Then what? Then I would have left. Like it, exactly, but like the thing now is now you're like, we're still in front of the emperor and you killed one of his guys. And I'm like, well, that's what you get, bitch. And boom, combat would have started and we're going. Well, well, that's the thing. That's also like because we never really had an interactions with beforehand. It's like I didn't know what this guy was like. Like he could could he be swayed by like proving yourself in combat? Could he be yeah. swayed by? Well, those are things that I don't even know if Sam knew. Well, no, Sam didn't care. Yeah. Sam right. didn't give a shit. That, I mean, yeah. I mean, that was... Yeah. I, I, there were many things we did that, you know, 
didn't work in our favor. You missed the last session, which was... So, what I wanted Pedro to do, I don't know, like, because when he fails, he goes into, like, an ego spiral, Mm. which I know you know of, like... Because Junk has felt it? Yeah, you... you, Well, no, you got... You got a talking to. Yeah. (laughs) Your boss reprimanded you. Yeah. Because I I legitimately said it was your fault. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta be better, bro. (laughs) So... Because, like, there was one time, I think, after I got, like, embarrassed in front of the whole mm-hmm. group, like, there was a time where I was just acting kind of, like, manic. Yeah. Where I was just, like, I don't know, I'm snapping at people, kind of, like, whatever. And then I had, like, so what I'm going, what I've been doing is if I fail at something and keep going, my ego will take such a hit, because Pedro is such a sensitive character, mm-hmm. that he'll kind of, like, wait for the next, like, successful thing. And then he'll act normal. Got it. To, like, even out? To even out. So, yeah. because we continued after failing after the uh, the Emperor fight, anything that, like... So, because uh, we, we were coming down the mountain, it was this whole thing that the, the mountain was, like, had magic to it. So, it would give and take stuff away from you if you didn't treat it p- properly. Oh, okay. So, then I started... So, at that moment, Pedro's like, well, wait a minute. What did we do wrong? And, like, kind of just, like, mm. what did the mountain do? What does the mountain need? Like... Kind of like, and then uh, Hero got a horse. I'm like, is this from the mountain, or is it just a horse? Right, it's right. Like it came, f- we found it on a mountain. But really, but Hero come... just leveled up and got the ability. It, it, right. To call so I'm a trying horse. to like explain, and then I'm, like, right. I'm kind of like slipping out of control, and then we get to, <laughs> we get to like a tree, and we get down the mountain, and we get, and I'm like, kind of like I don't understand what's going on, and then I take, I kind of take a shot at Sam, because like in the mornings, like. Hero has to pray, and Sam, I'm like, Sam, do you want to do any of your mountain kung fu before we go, or do you want to <laughs> just get going? He's like, what does that mean? It's like, what do you, like, I mean, Hero's praying. Do you want to do your stuff, too? Mm. He's like, <laughs> okay. And we got to a point, and I, and I rolled, like, well on a performance, mm. so I was like, okay. And then we got into a combat with, against spiders, and the first thing I did was roll a nat 20, Sheesh. and I was like... <laughs> Captain's back in, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I base... Like, I'm sorry to kind of turn it towards just Pedro talk. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wanted to kind of get it out there. Like, I, how, like where I base... Like, how I based Pedro off of. Mm-hmm. Like, I based him off, like, three characters. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of losing focus on one of them. Like, I was like, oh, Jack Sparrow, kind of. Mm-hmm. But, like, eh, is it? I was like... I was kind of thinking, like, what's less Jack Sparrow and more of the Captain from the Venture Brothers... Okay. It's like it's like ah, you know like you could do, it's like he's kind of a he's a con man and a criminal, but he's like, eh. yeah, he's he's workable. Okay. But, but then like the other character is Peter Vankman from Ghostbusters. Oh sure. And Ash from Army of Darkness, mm. not Evil Dead, but from Army of Darkness. So oh okay. So he is a Pedro is a smooth talking con man who's also an idiot <laughs> and could be a coward at points. Like that's how I kind of see it. Okay. Like his ego is in control of him. Right. And like, and I like playing off Junkus, who is has like no ego. No. He's I just d- like, oh yeah, like I'm Whatever naturally you say, nice. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like. <laughs> yeah, Junkus, uh, for me, is like, well, it, there's a, there's a couple things to him. First is that I'm still DMing a whole campaign. Right. So I kind of want, from a mechanical point. To, uh, to be as little to worry about as possible. Okay. So I just made him a barbarian. All I got to do is hit things, you know, and be good at hitting things. Right. And, uh, 
and and so far I'm pretty good at hitting things. I think so. that's like it, I think, but what you bring to him is like a special subtlety. Well, that's that the thing. I the simplicity like kind of gives me the room yeah. to add in these little things because the thing is, he's not simple. No, no. <laughs> No, but no, it's just weird because I, in, from like a character viewpoint, I'm also thinking like, okay, this is somebody that again, um, if I'm playing, if I'm kind of like cr- basing him, I'm kind of like what I want to do. Like for me, like what I'm, my idea for the character is somebody that I can just autopilot, like somebody that doesn't, because I, because at the time I was very, very stressed because again, like we, we were online and stuff and right. things were like very hard for me. So I was like, all right, this character, I'm just going to make it someone that I don't have to think too much about. Like, he, I don't have to, like, the campaign's not riding on this character. Right. And it, I was like, okay, well, he'll just be your bodyguard. He'll, he'll just be the mouth. He'll just be the muscle. So all he has to do is hit things. And, oh, he needs a backstory? I'm like, okay, uh, I'll just come up with this backstory. And Which then, is, could, is uh, one of the more heartbreaking backstories. Right, because as I we start playing... I'll just think, like, oh, it's from the circus. And then, yeah. like, but as we start playing... And then you watch I Dumbo just... binging acid. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, fuck, they're all being Well, I, <laughs> well as, as it kept going, I sort of, like, started to see who the, uh, who the rest of the party is. Right. You know? And you have Sam in, like, the corner sharpening his sword. You have you being, like, again, like, morally gray. Right. And then you have Hero being, like morally black and then you have like you know Eris just who you know I think she was kind of in and out like in the beginning right so I was like alright well if uh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna play him as somebody that is you know I'm trying to keep that kind of simplicity to him but at the same time like he has to balance out these egos he has to try to like keep this group together like I'm uh, he has to try to keep he's, this group he's together the, like the moral center of the group. Yeah, because he doesn't have... Because he's so simple, right. like, he doesn't have, like, the dark backstory that's plaguing him like Sam. And he, that's keeping him to himself. He, he doesn't have, though. like... He, he, he And he might later I think, on. I think that's the greatest <clears throat> thing about, like, because when you... Maybe another episode. Yeah. Well, because it's, like, a very, like... A downer of a backstory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Because you worked into a lot of it to your gear and, like, a yeah. stuff you use. And it's like, wow. Yeah, like, I just have a... I'm a turtle <clears throat> with a pirate hat on. <laughs> Well, I, I was supposed to just be an elephant that hits things, but, like, you know, you you need a, like, I was like, okay, it's going to be simple. Like, well, why is he simple? Right. It's like, okay, well, he's simple because, you know, the captain's his boss. Well, how do you meet the captain? It's like, okay, well, you know, and also it's like the type of barbarian he is yeah. is like a totem barbarian where, like, the spirits of animals, like, help him. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, how did that happen? And I was like, okay, well, if they're spirits of animals, they're probably dead animals. If he's from the circus, then he knew animals there. So what if there was this, like, animal uprising and he lost his the friends? The circus is notoriously evil anyway. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. exactly, yeah. No one ever said, like, yeah, the great circus. <laughs> right, right. And for me, it was like, oh, it'd be a funny, like, flaw if he's, like, not very, like, coordinated, if he's right. kind of clumsy. And, uh, and, and I don't know where the saxophone came from. I think uh, you got it from like the trunk, probably from the trunk. From a trunk, yeah, yeah, because he has the trunk. And I was like, okay, well, maybe he never wanted to be in the circus. He wanted to be a musician, and you know, so like the type of performer he was put out to be is not the type of performer he wants to be. Right, you know? right, exactly. And uh, and then like I was like, oh, okay, well, if he's bad at acrobatics, then he must ruin the shows. So he'd probably get abused a lot. Yeah. And then that kind of formed like, okay, well, that's why he's so. Like, uh, that's why he's so willing to just do whatever Pedro tells him. He's, like, that kind of abuse sort of frame. It kind of, like, gave me the framework to make his simplicity a little more uh, nuanced. Yeah. I just also want to say that Pedro doesn't abuse 
junkus at all. No, I didn't. I no, I didn't like say he does. I didn't, there, I didn't say he like, does. Yeah. But like, you are like definitely an authoritative yeah. figure for him. I, 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 I like to think. If it you ask Eris, junkus definitely. I mean, Pedro yeah. definitely abuses junkus. I think the junkus. thing is like, and that's fine. They can. How it looks from the outside. But like, also, there's a moment where I said once we started, like, and when we all met, it's like. I'm the captain. This is my man, Junkus. Hello. You do anything to hurt <laughs> Junkus, you mess with me. Yeah. You mess with me, you mess with him. Yeah. So it's one of us, and then it's both of us. And that's how it's been. And, and that's how it's been consistently. So I, I even, I even like said it. Uh, I talked to Mikey separately, and I was like, you know, kind of like how I see the character and how I play it is just like, when we get stuff, when we get food, when we get gold, the first person I you do is always... I always go to Junkus. Like Always, I make sure my man gets his share yeah. before I do, yep. because I—that's how I respect him. And then when he—if he screws up, I have to do that. I have to be kind of harsh because maybe he sees Junk is taking over the ship one day. It's like he's got to make these tough decisions. Yeah, yeah. Three hundred year old turtle. I that, can't that's the part that nobody sees is yeah. that that mentorship side. So of it. it's like if you, so Hero got mad at Junkus because Junkus, I think, gave him peanut butter. And yeah. Hero it's like, an, uh, an allergy to food or something. I also, like, kind of Junkus... I kind of junk. I use Junkus's innocence as a way to, like, deal with Mikey's uh, <laughs> stuff. Because right. I think Mike, when Mikey's playing Hero, I think, like, everyone has their own reaction to it. You know, yeah. like, we've seen how, like, people get mad at uh, the things that Mikey or Hero does. But with Junkus's innocence, his, like, kind of naivety, yeah. I feel like it gave me a way, another way to deal with these things. Like, for example, I think at one point, um, oh, yeah, like, uh, we were dealing with these NPCs, and Hero wanted to try to, like, read their minds with, like, this candy that, that Junkus had. Oh. Because he didn't trust them. Right. Right? But uh, he was like, okay, well, these guys are more of Sam's thing. Like, out the, of game, I'm Yeah, it was the that. elder uh, The elder giants. couple. Yeah, yeah, the elder giants. Yeah. And so, uh, like, out of game, I'm thinking, like, all right, I don't think these guys were that bad, and... We've think, done inside checks on them. Like, yeah, yeah, we did our inside checks, and like honestly, like they're have this is like Sam's having his conversation with them, and I didn't want Hero to like bust in and like try to read their mind and then kind of take away from that. So he comes to me and just goes like, "Hey, like you think you maybe like?" And he's and he kind of views Junkus like he's stupid, yeah, because he's kind of like innocent and simple. So he's thinking like, "All right, I'll just take this from Junkus, candy from a baby, right, like, and do what I gotta do, is, right?" Yeah. So I kind of played it in a way where it's like. Junkus didn't even realize like what Hero yeah, he, was asking. What him. is it? You he has like, oh, do you have that? Hey, do you have the teletappy? I don't right. think I, I don't like, think yep, I trust those later. people. Yeah, it's like go to he right here. He get it out of his mouth. You're right. Like, yep. See you later. <laughs> he, <laughs> he walked he out to, of the room. <laughs> he had to come back to me, and he goes like, "Listen, I don't trust those guys. Right? Give me the teletappy. Like, let me like try to figure it out." And I was like, "Oh, dude, I'll save you the trouble." I trust him. They're cool. And, <laughs> and then walked away again. <laughs> Wait, didn't you ask their dog? He's like, what's their deal? It's like, they're good. Like, okay, they're good. <laughs> and Mikey was so mad. Yeah. But, and that's where, that's where he's like, Chunkus is so stupid. Yeah. And, yeah. And so that's the thing. Like, I think that built up in him because then yeah. it came to a point where we were arguing before Sam stormed off. And it's also kind of a running thing that I think everybody in the group has slapped Hero. Yes. So Hero said something to Chunkus. And then I stepped in, like, you don't speak that way mm-hmm. to Junkus, or else I'm going to have to, or you're going to be speaking to me. Yeah. And then he just kind of starts going off, and like, I'm going to slap him. <laughs> I rolled, and it's like, oh, no, I didn't hit him. Yeah. 
but I knew where you were. Mm-hmm. And so Mike is like, well, I'm going to slap you back. I'm like, okay, go ahead. So he rolls the same, and I'm like, the whole thing is like, you both caught each other's hands. And I was like, okay, and? And then you just roll without even saying anything. Like, and six hit points of damage. Because yeah. <laughs> Junkus has an ability, again, where I'm like, I'm trying to like use the dynamic of the relationship yeah. to form his like his it's mechanical called abilities. Sentinel, right? Yes, where like if somebody attacks someone that's next to me, I attack them. Right. And I attacked Mikey, <laughs> a hero, and I hit him. And, uh, and I did a lot of damage to him, and then we did that boss fight, and Hero was very upset that he went in there with fewer hit points. And it, I straight up told, like, but that's the thing. He like, could have rested. I, consi- but, you know. I consistently, like, that has been a consistent through line. Mm-hmm. That's like, everyone knows. Mm-hmm. You could say whatever you want to the captain, that's fine. Don't speak to the captain's guy like that. And that's why, like. even though it put us at a strategic disadvantage, right. like, I don't think Nick or Will or Andrew, like, really questioned it because... Like, no, that's right. in line with their characters. Yeah, I, like, you know? even, like, and then I explained, because everyone got a little frustrated with me because I went for a claw attack. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, like, I, and I realized I never explained to people why I do that, because I do it in every fight, mm-hmm. where I do, like, there will be one time I was like, okay, well, a rapier would be better, but I do a claw attack. So, like, in, in character, I think, well, you could explain away stab wounds. Yeah. But you can't explain away in three claws to the face right. and that's always what i go if i go with the face and uh, and i was like the reason is because and then you i, I said it something stupid it was like it's always like from east to west <laughs> because you know pedro always goes east to west but then you're like <laughs> but you're like they could just change their head yeah, like what if they're pointing north <laughs> but that was like but that works in with the character yeah. it was like he's not thinking that far ahead he's thinking of, of the moment they can just turn 90 they degrees can, they can flip over like it doesn't matter like what if their head cut like gets cut off and yeah. like and then it doesn't matter <laughs> but it's like but that's what the like he but he marks you like, right but like, the, the claws do significantly less damage yeah, than a sword so we didn't know that you had a, yeah. that, that there was significance to that so like um, everyone is, and they, and because you're new, yeah. I think everyone assumed like that you're just going for the flavor of it, and you're not, yeah. and you didn't realize that how much worse it was. And when you explained it, they were just like, "Oh, we're silly bitches," cause because you actually had a reason. Thing, like, if you have a reason math- for it, I, I'm good. Like, with mathematically, you. like a lot of the stuff does kind of like go a little, because what it's like. Because it's my worst fear. It's like life and death situations and math all combined. It's like, no, like, why? <laughs> it's like, it's the seventh grade all over again. It can't again. come down like, to oh, this. Here we go. But I was like, eight, like, like I said, like, when I'm, like, there, I'm completely, I'm trying to, like, and as, as dickish and do, uh, like, pretentious as it sounds, like, I'm really trying to just stay in character for the moment of the game. <laughs> like, I, I feel like it's that also, that, that helps me out, too, to, like, be in character. For sure. Because, like, it, like. If I start thinking about like next things or like further things, or like, like what's gonna do the most damage, right, or like, like my, yeah, my anxiety of performance will probably come in. Gotcha. And I'll be like, well, I uh, maybe I'll I'll do this, but then it's like, well, what if Pedro like kind of like starts bouncing around, and I'm like, okay, we'll do that. And now it's like, okay, well now I know, and now I finally figure out how a lot of my uh, proficiencies and modifiers are working. Mm-hmm. It's like. Oh, okay. So when we fought spiders, it's like okay. Well, now I'll, I'll run to this one area in front of a window, and then hold my action, nice, and wait. And then when a spider attacks, I'll be able to use my rakish audacity, which nice. counts as sneak attack. And then like so a, good. A, then then when I rolled in that twenty, it's like boom, just keep going. And I was like, okay, well then I'll use my 
where I was like, I'll use my dash action, which gives me an extra like Ooh, thirty feet. Boy. And so it got me to a door, and I was like, uh I was like, I'm gonna take my light crossbow out and shoot this one, and it's like Damn. rolled, and I got high again. And it's like, I just like wiped them out. Like, all right, cool, we're good. See, and that's where, and to bring it full circle, yeah. like, because we, we're, we're running out of time. About an hour and ten minutes in. All right, so to bring it full circle, then. We talked about in the beginning on your first session, when the, like the first time you played with as Pedro, how you did all these like you had all these antics right. that everyone was like very nervous about you doing. Still don't let Pedro cook though. Well, they yes, no, cook. no, never. But the reason was because they, you know, statistically have a low chance of working. Right. You know, like they're like the conventional wisdom says like these things are likely to blow up in our face, but. The reason getting into character is important is because if you play it that way, right. if you play, uh, if you only do like the most, the thing that is most likely to succeed every single time, you're, you're going to have much less fun and you're not going to have any, you're going to have very few memorable moments because yeah. everything's going to be, all right, this is how it should work out. And then that's how it worked out. No, yeah. Cause I, yeah. There's... Now, yeah. So yeah. with you yeah. now full circle, right? Because the other side of that is. If you don't know how to play your character, or you don't know like the mechanics of your character, then and you're just going off of like, all right, what your character would do, um, then you could end up in situations where uh, you're consi- you're constantly failing, and right. you're wondering like why is like why and you're like you're thinking like why why is this character's not cool because he never gets to do anything he gets to do because you're not playing to his strengths, right? Yeah. And so when you have a full understanding of the mechanics. And like you said, you're 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 willing to stay in character and let your character influence your decisions and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Then you have moments like like that where you understand what your character is good at and you understand his personality. Yeah, it's like all right, well Pedro's going to be the one to stay and wait in the corner to sneak, and then boom, you hit your sh- yeah. you shot your shot and you had a, an amazing kill. You know, and the same thing with the fastball special because yeah. I didn't tell you this, but I knew. That if Junkus is raz- is raging, he'd have advantage on that check. Oh shit! <laughs> so I I knew that this is in Junkus's wheelhouse to throw a turtle. I also like that you kind of like let me like get there. Yeah. Not like hey, we should try this. It's well, like, I no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have the idea for the fastball special. No, but you never. You've never ever like. It's not gonna work. Right. Like, exactly. It's not a thing. Like you can't do that. There. Exactly. You're exactly. More like give him a shot. Exactly. Yeah. And now and now and and that's and that's. And here we are, where you have a character that is known for making these daring maneuvers, also, just, and now he's getting better and better at it. That in campaign, Salmonaris did do a festival special, and in the middle of it, I go, I think we should sue them for kidnapping. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like they're stealing our shit. Yeah, that's not acceptable. Yeah, that's not acceptable. All right, but we, uh, yes, we should. Let's let's but call no, it. Um, um, so, do you want to keep doing this? I mean, I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. I like talking about Dungeons and Dragons a lot. So, same here. I'm getting you know? like super into it. Yeah, I and I've, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, and I and I'd really like to hear from our friends and like, yeah. you know, a lot about where they're going with their characters because it's just um and also like any of the game experiences that they've had, and maybe that like if they've DM'd or if they're they're just playing like what have they picked up along the way? Yeah, I think it'll I think it'll uh, make something that we have a lot of fun with more fun. Um, and you know, and in the meantime, then that's the shoot. That is the shoot. All right. So guys, you know, don't worry. We're still a movie podcast. We're going to be doing movie reviews. Yeah, we reviews. just didn't want to do a movie this week. There's really we, nothing yeah. out yeah. to like pique our interest. Like Black Widow, we've seen like a million mm. times before. <laughs> Space Jam Two, Space Jam Two. Uh, yeah. 
The Green Knight comes out at the end of the month. Excited for that. Which I think we should do. That one we'll do. Yeah. Yeah, because I like uh, Death Battalion. I like... Uh, That's like... Yeah. Also, no, like, I... Uh, Ari- Is it Ari Aster? No, it's it's A24. It's A24. It's not Ari I just assumed. I just assume it's Moody. I, and uh, Moody. Yeah, uh, Moody. whatever. But, um, yes. No, also, so, check out the new He-Man on Netflix. Oh, yeah, you started Kevin watching Smith, it, right? It is the most D&D heavy. Oh, fun. Because, like, the first... It's five episodes right now. Because mm-hmm. they're doing it like how they did new Voltron, where they break it up into parts. Mm-hmm. So it's like... They had their session zero where everything fails. Hmm. And then, like, uh, Sheila has to create a new party. Oh, interesting. And she gets, like... Okay. She gets a mage. She gets, a, like, a wizard. She gets, oh, like, a... cool. Like, a tinkerer. But I, I guess... I don't even know what that would be called. But she gets, like, a... And there actually is a, an artificer class for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there's a barbarian. There's... And there's, like... I was like, oh, it's... It's like, as I'm watching, like, this is the most D&D shit ever. Oh, that's cool. All right, yeah. so, yeah. So, that'll be fun to, to 20 watch. 20-minute episodes. Mark Hamill's in it. Also, you should rewatch Onward, since... Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck. Onward there's still so much, There's so much D&D to that that, right. uh, that you, like... Yeah. Well, now you'll get so much more of it. Where can the folks find us? Oh, you can always find us on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And, yeah, the shirts and stuff, you know, they're still at tpublic.com. That's where they are. Backslash Movie Mayhem Podcast. And if you want to talk some D&D, please. Hey, hit we us love up. It. We like love it. it. Yeah. We'll have you on. Yeah. We'll have you on. We just yeah. like having, you know what the thing is? We like having a fun time. That's all. Good times. Yeah. Good times from here on out, bro. Keep them rolling. And bye.